0: welcome back to meet at the quarterback a minnesota vikings podcast my name is harrison
1: i'm hayes i'm andrew
0: this is game one we should be excited we have viking football returns in under a week Mm -hmm. by the time that we post this it will be probably sometime tomorrow. So you're looking at Thursday night, Friday night. We're looking at three sleeps. About 72 hours. The Vikings start their 2023 season. I am super excited. I had a draft during work today, um, which just, it got me even more excited for the season to actually begin. Uh, what
2: was that three leagues?
0: it is three leagues yes the high school one a work one and then a college one what do you got one one andrew how many leagues are you in two the one that we're all in and i'm assuming high school friends yep good deal um So we're changing up our normal agenda. We're not going to get in the nitty gritty um, predictions. We're not going to predict KJ Osborne's yardage. And I think we were predicting Irv Smith yardage at one point.
2: Exceptions or something.
0: Yeah. So um, instead, you know, for today's agenda, we're going to talk about expectations for the game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What fears and concerns we might have, um, who we expect to see or have a big game, who or what you know uh, area of the team we might see struggle. Three total predictions, very broad, and then obviously we will keep our final score um, and who we think will win the game prediction. So. And then obviously, you know, we might add things, take things away as the season progresses, but that will kind of be the normal um, agenda for the new season.
2: Yeah. So that, that sounds, sounds good. good. It's, better. It's, it's, it's better. It's not as confusing and not as many just dumb predictions that you have to make.
0: Yeah. I, it gave, gives us a little bit it more gives you, flex- flexibility.
2: Yeah. And it gives you variety too, because all of our predictions won't be the same. We don't go into them knowing what everyone else is gonna predict. So it's gonna yeah. give some people some different things to hear. That's that's an excellent point, Hayes. That's a very good point.
0: Um, so I guess if some people don't even know, we open at home at US Bank against the Baker Mayfield led Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, we can we can start with Andrew. Andrew, what are your expectations for this home opener week one matchup against the Buccaneers?
1: Um, I expect
0: to win. hey Hayes, let's start with you. Expectations right. for the game. Let's 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 start with you.
2: Um, I expect to just come out hot and get a big win. You're at home. It's 12 o'clock. Um the I, I don't expect the Bucks offense to be anything but just hot garbage with Mayfield running it their defense still has some guys some veteran guys who can make some plays but I think you have to come out and you have to just get a win like if you struggle and it comes down to where it's a Greg Joseph field goal that's just that's going to be really really upsetting
0: agreed agreed so you're but you're expecting kind of a decisive win then
2: yeah I'm expecting something like they did last year week one
0: Okay. We're kind of, you start out, start out hot and just, you know, maintain for the rest of the, the game. Mm-hmm. I have a very similar prediction. I think we'll, I think our first, uh, offensive drive, we're going to go down score, um, whether or not we start with the ball or not. So we'll either, you know, tie it up seven, seven or take the lead seven zip. Um, you know, KOC has shown he's really good at a scripted offense that those opening possessions, those opening drives have last year put up points consistently. So I think we'll see that similar. We'll see that again this year. Um, and then I feel like just because essentially none of the starters played during the preseason, I think we will see a lot of flat plays and and miscues and uh, either – I think we'll just—it won't look super um, flush. It'll look kind of like the first time that they're all like really playing together. Mm -hmm. So, um, with that all being said, I think the Bucks are a bad enough team, and it is you you know our prime time time to play is noon at home. Yeah. Um, So I, I, again, my expectations would be that I, I do see a pretty decisive win, but I don't think it'll be. It won't be a blowout, and I don't think it will be super duper. Uh, I don't think it will be a super duper pretty win.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Andrew, you have any? Uh, do you want to add anything?
1: Um. No, not really. I mean, I expect Tampa Bay to be neck and neck with Arizona for the worst team in the league. Like, I don't see them being good at all. They have three good players on offense, and they do still have some good good players on defense. But realistically, we should win this game comfortably even if it's not comfortable we should still i mean i expect us to win
0: yeah nice all right all all pretty pretty similar expectations um who is who is the buccaneers head coach currently
2: um i blank on his name because because bruce arians retired after they won the super bowl correct yes or shortly
0: after yeah like he didn't coach another season he didn't coach last year
2: no he didn't okay. it's no. it is byron leftwich
0: ah i believe he was a former buccaneer quarterback
2: he might have been
0: he played for a while um okay moving on to point number two what are some of our concerns for this opening game
2: oh wait never mind it's todd Boyles.
0: oh okay Where's okay. Leftwich? I feel like he is a coach somewhere.
2: He's somewhere.
0: Okay.
1: I think they're either offense coordinator or defense coordinator, one of the two.
0: Okay. Something like that. I feel like Hayes is fact checking at the moment.
2: I don't know if he has a job right now, actually. That's right.
0: Um, Doesn't matter. So you said it was Todd Bowles. Bowles, okay. And his, I'm assuming his second year. Yes. So yeah, I'll be I'll be curious to see how a Baker Mayfield led team will, uh, will do.
2: Yeah. It'll be interesting. Yeah.
0: Um, Hayes, what are some fear, some, some fears you might have in this, in this week one matchup?
2: I'm nervous about the defense. Um, just how horrible they've really been the last three years or so. Um, Flores is one of the better defensive minded coaches in the league, but it's working with a just horrible secondary so you have uh, a couple guys in there i don't that know if i'd say horrible sure. but definitely inexperienced inexperienced secondary you have two guys that are you know above average and then the rest are just kind of floating around in in the secondary so it'll be interesting to see what he can do if he he's a blitz heavy guy so do you try to add pressure to mayfield they have a solid line um so i don't know what the pressure is going to be like getting to him but Just the defense is going to be, I think, the nervous part of this team all year. Yeah,
0: that's. I think that's fair. Mine was very similar, um, was just the fact that a lot of these defensive guys are – it's a young defense. It's a kind of new defense. Um, Looking at the linebackers, obviously Jordan Hicks is on the old and slow side. But then you have Brian Osimo, who didn't really play at all in the preseason. I think he's nicked up. And he has also never started a, uh, a game as your potential starting linebacker. And if it's not Osamoa, then you have an undrafted free agent with Ivan Pace Jr. starting as your other linebacker. Um, and then you mentioned it too, the secondary. I didn't know this. I saw this on Twitter or heard it on a podcast, but apparently a Caleb Evans and Andrew Booth Jr. have never even finished a full game.
2: So it's not surprising.
0: that's, that's rather concerning considering they probably will be your one and two cornerbacks.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: so the fact that they have yet to complete a game, uh, a full NFL game is, is cause for concern. Mm-hmm. Those are, those are the fears. So, um, I agree with you. I think the defense is a little worrisome and I think it will be a, a continued, you know, fear that we have throughout the season. Yeah. But I am optimistic that it'll be better because it, has I said. To be. it, it can't really be much worse.
1: Yeah. Andrew, how about you? Uh, I would agree with the defense, but I also say the run offense, considering the Bucks have three pretty good linebackers and Vita Vea. Plus, we have, you know, still the poopy interior O line. Um, and last year, obviously, the run game wasn't great mainly because we just threw way too much. Um, so hopefully we'll try to establish the run early and get it going. But that's one thing I'm nervous about to like not have that aspect of the game at all and just have to go like pass heavy, which won't be, wouldn't be the worst thing, but also not something you want to see week one.
0: Yeah. yeah. It'd be nice to yeah see success with the run early on. Um, Cause I think also what we saw last year is, once the running game kind of began to struggle, KOC disappeared from it almost completely with, with mm-hmm. play calls. So, um, you know, you hope that doesn't happen and maybe the, the, the running back by committee will, uh, will not make him as fearful to get
2: rid of the run
0: um, if it struggles early. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Andrew, we can start with you on this one. Who do you expect to have a big game who do you expect to have a big game?
1: Um, obviously, no, obviously, T.J. Hawkinson coming off a massive extension, which I don't think we've talked about yet. Uh, highest paid tight end in the league now, very slightly or almost. Uh, he is it, but by not much. Hopefully he won't be like Pablo Lopez and he'll be like an actual good professional athlete and a have a good game after signing a fat contract from a team that's barely seen a lot from you. Uh, So make sure he earns that contract.
2: Yeah, I'm the same. It's Hawkinson. Go out and have a big game after you get the big contract. People are like, oh, Kelsey's better than him. And Mark Andrews and you know Dallas Goddard, all these guys could be said to be better than um, Hawkinson. So it's go out and show that you deserve to get the contract and all that. Um, yeah, he, he, I think, proved it and earned it last year with the, just a pure amount of receptions he was getting each game. So just go out and don't only make plays catching the ball, get some good blocks, open up the run, just be an all-around good tight end, earn the money.
0: Nice. So you both, both are going with, uh, TJ Hawkinson to have a big, big first, uh, game with that fat contract.
1: Yeah.
0: I, uh, I'm going with JJ. Um, he had a huge game in uh, the opener last year against green Bay putting up 180 yards and two tutties. And I think he's just going to come out hot. We might see, uh, a big contract extension before that game, uh, uh, before Sunday for him. So that would be exciting to see. That would be exciting to, uh, to have that all wrapped up and then have him just pop off. So yeah. my, uh, yeah, I predict JJ to have a
2: good first game. I expect the contract to be done. I think by Saturday or something like that. Um, and who do I think will struggle? It's going to be Madison for the same reasons you just gave, because it's bad interior offensive line, good run defense from the Bucks. So I think even with the running back by committee, I guess I'll, I won't just say Madison. I'll just say the running game will struggle on Sunday.
1: Um, I think that our corners will struggle, even though it's Baker Mayfield throwing them the ball. It is still Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Two of the better receivers in the league, both probably top twenty. I mean, after that, they really don't have much on offense. Rashid White's not bad, running back, but I would say if anything, um, especially if Flores does go, what he's done in the past, which is blitz heavy and man on man, um, I think Byron Murphy can hold his own, but it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, Evans and Blackman, first year and second year players um try to cover two of the better receivers one-on-one especially if he's going to be blitzing a lot but then again it is still mayfield throwing the ball and i know their o-line hasn't has started to take a decline other than tristan wirfs
0: yeah uh andrew i'm right with you i had the exact same i think uh where we might see struggle is that those corners that secondary um If we weren't going against, you know, some of the better wide receivers in the NFL, um, I don't think this would be as much of a concern as big of a struggle. Um, but yeah, I think the fact that you have Mike Evans, who has put up probably five or six now straight seasons of a thousand plus yards and Chris Godwin obviously is continuing to see success, um, I think we will get bailed out by the fact that it's Baker Mayfield, but I think we'll also get hurt because I think, you know, every now and then Baker does make some nice plays because he is a professional quarterback. That's still, I mean, he, he's starting, even though it's a bad team, there's obviously, he could be a backup anywhere else, uh, but I think he's good. He's just good enough to hold down a starting role job. So I think he'll make some, you know, above average throws to beat, you know, our corners who are probably right now so far, just cause we haven't seen a lot below average.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I'm, I'm right with you that I, I expect the secondary to struggle um, just with, with the, the heavy wide receivers that, that the Buccaneers have. So um, predictions. So we can just kind of go like round Robin one at a time. Uh, yeah. My first prediction, I have Kirk putting up three total touchdowns. So could be three passing. I believe Kirk ran it three or four times last year. Um, So I think it was just three times. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be totally surprised if, you know, we get to the one yard line, we don't really have a, you know, tank of a running back anymore to pick up that one yard. So like you were either doing like a fullback dive to CJ Ham or, You're just going to have Kirk sneak it in. So Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I predict Kirk to have three total touchdowns. So it could also be, you know, a touchdown to JJ, Addison, and TJ. So
2: very nice. I have Jefferson over 120 receiving yards. So I think we'll have a nice solid game uh, catching it. Uh, Average last year, I think it was like 114 a game or something like that. So I think it'll be a little above average of last season. Um, but week one at home, we saw it last year. We've seen it, honestly, most of the time in his career. He, he he has a big game.
1: I predict that in the first half, Jordan Addison will score his first National League touchdown. Um, Obviously, a big hope with Addison and letting Thielen go was to get more guys off Jefferson, and that probably won't happen the first week. So Addison will have less attention with all the attention on Jefferson um but I'm predicting it in the first half
0: I was just about to say you're you're being specific to the first half because my second prediction is I have Jordan Addison recording his first career NFL touchdown but I'm not going to be that specific I don't want to get burned if he picks it up in the third or fourth quarter so um interesting that you wanted to be specific Having it be in the first half, why? Just you just want to be special, or
1: uh, for the I, think touchdown? Still, I think I'm still just used to the bold predictions. Okay, that um, <laughs> you felt like you had
0: to be uber specific. Yeah, it's all right. I guess we have live and learn. It's week one. We're gonna we're we're figuring it out. Are you sure I, there
2: are. For my second prediction, I have the Vikings covering the spread, six point spread. I think they'll win by more than. Uh, by more than six.
0: All right. Andrew, your second prediction?
1: Um, Mine's pretty similar to Hayes, but I'm going to go with the Vikings win by two scores. So there will not be that terrible, terrible one-score game that we had all of last year and right out of the gates. I mean, sort of what they did against Green Bay, too, but I imagine they'll score or win by more than eight points this time in week one. Solid
0: nice nice um remember hopefully you guys wrote these down or remember what you are saying and text them to me so i can save them and see what uh how they compare to uh to afterwards but uh my third and last prediction is i have the defense forcing two plus turnovers and four plus sacks. So I think not only will Flores blitz, but the blitzing will work and will be successful. Um, so specifically, both things have to happen for this prediction to be correct, but two plus turnovers, four plus sacks
2: by this new young Vikings defense. I have mine as a defensive prediction as well. Defense allows less than 300 total yards of, uh, of offense. So, um, last year was horrible. It seemed like every single game you'd have some idiot throwing for 350 plus yards. So less than 300 total yards of offense allowed by the Vikings defense.
0: Nice. We'd love to see that. Andrew, what's your final one?
1: My final one is Daniel Hunter has two sacks against Tampa Bay. Um, like I talked about, their O-line, they used to have a really good O-line, now it's just Tristan Wirth, so hopefully Flores will have Hunter line up on the right side, not the left, or I don't know what position he plays actually, pretty sure it's left, but the right side, um, to get those two, also he got the nice pay raise, so hopefully he'll perform good.
0: Well, and we kind of talked about. it. I feel like Daniil had somewhat of a prove it year because it was just it's just a one year contract that we signed him for. So I would imagine he'd like to put up a, a solid season and then you know potentially get a big fat contract. I don't think we should give it to him even if he puts up a good season. But uh, you know I'm sure he would like to use that as as bartering chips um, after this after this one year deal. Very true. But all right. That's nine total solid predictions. All are positive. It shows that, yeah. you know, we, we are hoping and expecting a good week one performance. Uh, I guess I
2: didn't think to do a negative prediction.
0: But that's good. I mean, we don't you have to put that in my head. Typically, <laughs> most of our ones are positive, but... I'm sure, uh, I'm sure, you know, the following week or four days after the, after the opener, when we play the Eagles, that we might have some, uh, not as optimistic predictions and yeah, but we'll see, maybe, maybe we'll completely blow out the Buccaneers win by like three, four scores and the Eagles lose whoever they play week one. And we come in hot and swinging but uh, we'll see. We'll see indeed. Um, last point, at least on our agenda, we can certainly talk about other stuff, but the final score prediction and game results. I have the Vikings winning 27 to 17. So two score lead. Um, you know, I think like I mentioned earlier, I think the offense will come out hot. Maybe even the first half looks good. Um, And, you know, we'll see a slightly similar start to uh, a lot of the games that occurred last year. I don't expect it to be a trend, but I think just the fact that we haven't really had all these guys playing um, against other NFL teams at all so far this year, that there might be some some rust to uh, work off of. So. A 27-17 Vikings win is my prediction.
2: I accurately predicted, I think, the first 15 games correctly last year. Something crazy like that. Just wanted to put that out there. Um, so I have a double-digit win as well. 24-13 Vikings win. Um, the the offense for the Bucs is, is horrible. It just is. So the fact that they're even scoring 13 points is impressive. Um, but yeah, it's got to, I, I can't be a one. I, it's not going to be a one score win. I just, I can't do any more one score wins against crappy quarterbacks. So it's going to be a solid game.
1: Nice, nice. Andrew, what do you got? Um, I have the Vikings winning 31 to 17. So yes, Ooh. a two touchdown win. And putting uh, up 30. 31. Yes. Oops be a great week one just as last year was so we could get our hopes up and lose to the eagles again in week two on prime time um yep. but no, i expect a win and it should be a defining win because tampa bay is going to be poop this year um and i hope we can expose them early on week one bacon Mayfield, and it should be loud home opener will overall just be a great day great week two vikings game in the next eight days can't get much better no, yeah. no, sir. We break
0: out the the sick new classic jerseys too. Um this weekend, that, yep. That will be that will be a lot of fun. Um be nice. Fall weather. Yeah. It's beginning to finally feel like that. It was sixties today. I think it'll be sixties again tomorrow. I don't know what the weekend holds, but definitely fall weather. Hayes can have as many Starbucks pumpkin frappe latte caramel drizzle drinks as his heart contends
2: i don't i don't get it
0: oh you just said how much you love uh pumpkin spice frappe mocha caramels
2: pumpkin spice mochas
0: <laughs> right His? they're pretty good yes that's not what you said to me yesterday i didn't talk to you yesterday you texted me saying, oh, my gosh, I just had three pumpkin spice lattes. My heart hurts.
2: I pretty much did this morning. You had three? Well, you put the pumpkin spice creamer in your coffee. Yeah. All right. Um.
0: Any final things? Obviously, again, we're optimistic for the season as a whole, but specifically week one. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to get nothing.
2: It. Just come out strong.
0: Yeah, we know. Uh, I think the expectations is to not only win but win decisively. Yeah. Um. Obviously, you know, we'll take a win no matter what, even if it's ugly. A win is a win at the end of the day. But it would be if you lose, then yeah, then then there's you lose, then you're really things, like
2: sir. sitting rough.
0: Well, just because also this year, I believe we have nine games on the road, seven at home. So if you lose at home against a what we expect and what other people are predicting to be a bad NFL team, um, that means then you have to you have to win some tougher opponent games, you know. So, yeah. and yeah. it's an NFC and it's an NFC uh, team, so you know, towards the end of the season, it's super duper important to see sort of what other NFC teams you have beaten when it comes down to conference record. So, Mm -hmm. um, think long-term obviously. So, uh, yeah, just take care of business no matter what. Yeah. But yeah, this is good. It's real. This truly feels like the first episode of the new season because it's the, the season
2: prediction. Mm Mm-hmm. Not the off-season anymore. We're actually talking about real regular season stats. Yes, I am excited. This is Meet at the Quarterback, a
0: Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. And Skull Vikings, baby.